0: That's Tommy the Cat from Primus. Uh, We also heard from Southern Culture on the Skids, and that was The Cure with Friday. I'm in love here on 97X, Modern Rock for Cincinnati and Dayton. Don't miss uh, miss 97 Extra Beats tonight featuring Meat Beat Manifesto, uh, a cool new Ramones remix, and more. Join Stead as he pumps up the jams tonight here on 97X, the
1: future of rock and roll. Dave, Dave, you're doing it again. Yeah. You're having another flashback. Well, I'm that's nice. Out. Yeah, that's what good. That? I'm there. Yeah. But no, yeah. you're having a uh-huh. flashback to when you used to work at 97X. I used to work at 97X, a station mm-hmm. in Oxford, Ohio. And yeah. it's defunct. It's no more. It switched to online-owned. Really? It became Waxi.com. That went away mm-hmm. as well. It had several yeah. lives, more than a cat. But at some point, mm-hmm. it, it perished. And now we just do a podcast. Normally, we meet in my basement, The Party Dungeon. Yeah. But in the age of the Rona, as we call it, we are socially Mm -hmm. distant. You are on some fancy recording equipment, and it looks like a 24-track studio. I think that's Ardent Studios in Memphis, and I'm still in the party dungeon. Yeah. But the good news is, Dave, that's exactly right. we do have somebody that you mentioned in your promo. Mm -hmm. You have the uncanny knack of summoning from beyond Mm -hmm. somebody you mentioned. And so Mr. Extra Beats... Michael Winstead, or Stead, has joined us. Hi, Mike.
2: Hello there, Damien, and hello, Dave. Pleasure to be with you this afternoon.
0: Now, uh, Mike, uh, here's what I know of Mike. He is a uh, Army veteran. Um, he was the director of first impressions at 97X, I believe weekends at 97X, uh, some air shifts, and then um, was a magnet of vending machines throughout the Hamilton and Fairfield area for quite some time. Am I correct? Is that a good summation?
2: That's a very brief recap of, uh, of my adult life. Um, you know, I, I think that I did a little bit more than that, but um, that's a quick recap of my my adult life.
0: Yeah. Now. Tell us how you first got started and what did you do at 97X?
2: Okay, that's a, that I've, been, I've been waiting for this question. Uh, I got out of the Army in 94, and I bugged the radio station. I came out with a, a goal, and that was to work at uh, 97X. Um, I, I came and I, I called and left messages for about a year, Uh, I think that's uh, when you finally I I either broke the receptionist Jen just down or you finally got tired of her complaining because somebody you finally gave me a call back to get in there. So came in there. I started as an intern uh, for Julie Maxwell and the Breakfast Club. I kind of did a little bit of both, but I got my official start. Putting stickers on CDs, and my pay uh, was two CDs a week from Julie Maxwell's secret stash. It was a, a golden opportunity. Um, and then shortly thereafter is when um, the receptionist gig got offered to me, and uh, I was quite honest with Linda, who uh, you know interviewed me. I did not know how to type before I took that job. Not at all. I I skipped it all through high school. Um, If I had a paper to be typed, I gave it to my mom, you know, God bless her. Um, And then she said, yeah, you'll figure it out. You know, you'll figure it out pretty quick. And uh, I was launched into that and uh, you know, started uh, being Mike, modern rock receptionist, the director of First Impressions, there for a while, and uh, then one one glorious morning, um, I was taking in CDs or something into the when you and Rick, the Breakfast Club, were uh, broadcasting, and uh, you guys handed me a piece of paper and said, oh, "You're going to read the news." And deer in headlights. That was like my first official um, on air at 97X, and I botched it. Oh God, I was so nervous, and I sounded horrible. And I just thought there was no way I was ever going to breach the um, receptionist gig to an on online or an on air kind of thing. Because I mean, it was my dream growing up. I mean, I can go into the history of that, but uh, I figured after I read this news, Dave being my boss, you know, um, there was no way he was going to be like, "Yeah, let's let's try you out on weekends." That that's a great idea, uh, but somehow that started and um, did um, weekends and fill-ins here and there, and I did. Every single promotion, like, out thing I could possibly do. Um, I was, you know, maybe a third wheel to Julie Maxwell sometimes or to the great uh, Susan Shriver on promotions. Uh, But anybody, you know, I went out a lot during those years, you know, uh, promoting the radio station and having a great time, having a great time. So that's kind of the wrap up of the, the gist of it. You know, I, I spent some glorious years there and, uh, I moved on.
1: Now you mentioned that when you got out of the army, it was your goal to work at 97 X. Why was that? We do have to have the backstory of how you grew up, how you knew about the station.
2: Perfect. Um, I grew up in Oxford and, um, 97 X was just always there. Like, you know.
1: Did you get the signal?
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay, just check.
2: Oh, so he was in
1: downtown Oxford. (laughs) He was in Oxford proper within the city limits. That's the only place you could tune it in. I
2: was Oxford proper. You could not get any more Oxford proper. I grew up uh, three, four four houses down from the high school. So I was in the thick of it there in Oxford. But I grew up listening to 97X, but it became a real passion when I was uh, I got a job at a pizza place in Oxford, Little Caesars, and me and my friends we listened to 97X like some people follow bands, and um, you know it all started uh, two ways really. The first, my first impression of 97X was hearing um, Steve Baker um, with the 97X Cash Coupons. You know how he used to sing it. I'm not going to embarrass myself by trying. But I heard that, and I was like, oh, my goodness, that that voice is just magical. And uh, growing up, uh, Steve Baker really was the Wolfman Jack of my world. I, I, I could not get enough of him because, I mean, he was just pure silk on the microphone, you know. And so that was really what kind of got me started was I just had this absolutely amazing person that, was in my hometown. Uh, and then after that, uh, very embarrassingly, is um, when I was, I think, a sophomore or a junior in high school, uh, 97X was doing a promotion uptown at uh, the Miami Co-op bookstore. And Julie Maxwell was there. And I don't know if she remembers this, but she uh, they were having a promotion and all. And for people to, um, in order to get a 97X shirt, they had to sing the Miami Alma Mater. I've never heard of it. I've never, nothing. I grew (laughs) up in Oxford. I didn't care. Right? But she just hands me this cue card, and I had to sing the Miami Alma Mater, not knowing a thing, on the air as a teenager. Horrifically embarrassing. But I got the shirt. And I had this exposure to like, you know, 97X was like rock stars to us. You know, we really did feel that. So, I mean, I just started calling the radio station and trying to learn what I could. And uh, when I was working at that pizza place, I believe the evening shift, um, seven to midnight or maybe midnight overnight, uh, uh, was Robin, I believe is her name. And yes. she just had this total personality that drew me in. And I would call to get requests, uh, you know, when I was working at the pizza place, you know, it was always, you know, me and my friends calling in requests to see who's got played. And, you know, she was kind of giving me the brush off one. I, I don't know if I can fit it in. I was like, I will make you a piece of your choice and drive it out to the radio station right now. And, and she said, okay, bet. And I don't know if she believed me, but I made that pizza went out to 97 X. And that was the first time I was in that radio station. And, you know, it's just stepping into this magical world. And, you know, believe it or not, I gave her the pizza. She gave me the little tour of 97 X, uh, super cool. It was like, I was meeting this rock star And believe it or not, like within that hour, she played my request. And I still remember it was REMs. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. And that really was just the explosion for me. And, you know, this is when I was sophomore, junior in high school and and the fever just increased. I, you know, full fledged junkie of 97X by the time. Uh, I got out of high school, went right into the army after that. And it was just like, when I get out of the army, I don't care what I have to do. That was my goal. It gave me something like, you know, to be a goal. And, you know, I got out and it it took a while to get that phone call back, but I don't think it was Dave's fault. I think it was a shift of, I don't know my years of things before me as well. But I think there might have been a shift between Phil Manning and Dave somewhere in the 94 to 95 area. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I think I just kind of got lost through the cracks. But I think I really did break that poor girl down and just <laughs> get this guy stopping to call me. And that really was, you know, uh, my passion. My passion led me to 97X. And once I stepped through that door uh, into that world, everything changed. As you both well know, it, it's just, it, it was a magical place.
1: And you it fits, owe it oh. Go ahead.
0: It, it fits the MO uh, because we have decided now between, I think it's now 60 and 70% of all former employees won something first. Yes. Before working at the station. So yes. you got the t-shirt.
2: Yes. And I did win a... Um, a CD when I was in high school, and I just ended up hating it, but I was like, oh, my God, you know? Uh, it was the Buzzcocks. I don't remember the album. I just wasn't really a big fan of it in high school, you know? It was kind of like a little bit too much for me then, but it was still a another gateway into 97X, and once you saw that lobby for the first time, I was just, psh, like, going to Hollywood, you know? So that's 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 it yeah
1: well the good news is it, it has a happy ending you wound up at 97x we have some more good news for you mike because the statute of limitations on embezzling a little caesar's pizza is only 25 years so you're off the hook
2: okay good 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 i kind of exposed myself didn't i uh here uh, being recorded by giving away a free pizza but I have to admit, we did. We ended up doing that several times. I mean, uh, Robin, I I have no idea if she even remembers this, but I mean, once that that hook was hooked, I mean, I, it was just it was a, a wonderful gateway for me as a teenager to uh, have such a passion for music and uh, have something so cool, so close, and I've I, I exposed myself a lot to the promotions and stuff just as a, a resident of Oxford.
0: Unfortunately, the statute of Limitations federally has not expired for Robin and Paola, but that's a different story. <laughs> oh, I
2: see. Wow. Well, i got to say. You know. Um,
0: I do remember you doing about every promotion ever. Can you tell us the the grossest person you either put a tattoo on or had sit down on the uh, ice at the Horde or the Lollapalooza at Riverbend? That really is uh,
2: something I've tried to block out of my mind, it, especially with the whole COVID, you know, crisis. I'm I'm thinking about that butt cooler <laughs> I'm thinking, like, the the health department would not be cool with me right now. Even on a hot summer day, if they only knew the attraction of the butt cooler, they would change their story, but kind of crazy. I remember a lot of sweaty teenagers. That's what I remember. I mean, it was just kind of that crowd where it was hot. There were teenagers. There might have been alcohol involved. And just, you know, we got a lot of attention down there and that was just so much fun, regardless of the butt cooler. It was a genius idea. I mean, thankfully, I've never heard of a lawsuit coming from the butt cooler. So hopefully everybody got out of that okay.
0: Hi, and welcome to Lollapalooza 92 Do's and Don'ts. I'm your host, Meek Whartendale. Let's meet our contestants. A light bulb tester from Blue Ash, it's Tita. Hi. And from Hamilton, owner of Marge & Bob's gift shop, Guns & Ammo, it's Bob. Hey. Contestants, we know the rules, so let's get started. What should you take to Lollapalooza this Tuesday? I'd prepare for hot, humid conditions, so I'd bring light clothing, suntan lotion, and for all the walking, comfortable shoes. Very good. That's worth 100. I'd bring plenty of bottles, cans, and throw them all in my cooler. I'm sorry, Bob, but cans, bottles, and coolers aren't allowed. Minus 100. Well, Mink, I'd also bring non-perishable food. Also, the bands could be loud, so I'll have earplugs. And, of course, the money for the charity tents and smart drinks. Very good, Tita. That's worth 200. Mink, I'll take my lawn chair to sit in as well as my camera with a telephoto lens to photograph all of my favorite bands. I'm sorry. No cameras or lawn chairs allowed. That's minus 200. This is Ohio. May rain, so I'll bring a poncho. Very good. That's another 150 for you. She's right, it could rain, so I'll leave my umbrella in the car and go out and get it in case it rains. I'm sorry, no re-entry into Riverbed, and no umbrellas are allowed. Minus 500, our time is up. Chip, tell our contestants what they've won. Well, Mink, they've won absolutely nothing. Great! Well, until next time, make sure your Lollapalooza is a safe and wonderful experience. Your Lollapalooza Connection 97X, the future of rock and roll into stead a few times uh, most recently at the parking lot of jungle gyms um <laughs> not too long ago we were both discussing beer choices um but but you know what you you have uh, battled some personal items over the last few years and i just want to tell you you've been a great inspiration you are mr positive and, and i can't say enough about you know how much you inspire some of the old 97X alumni and and probably people around you because, you know what, your love of music, your love of people, it's really fun running into you.
2: Uh, I appreciate that, Dave. Uh, Yeah, who knew that I'd be like a spokesman for positivity? But, yeah, the unfortunate truth is a couple years ago my life changed. You know, I went into a doctor's office and came out with a totally different life. And my body has responded to that, and it's not been fun. It's not been – not been a pleasurable trip at all but i wake up every day knowing that i am grateful for you know having an amazing support system uh i am very grateful for the help that i do have um yeah and you know i can look behind me and think geez you know before this all started i got out to running i mean i was just a running junkie um you know i started at uh just shy of my fortieth birthday, I decided I wanted to run a marathon. Uh so that's how that that's the basis of what led me into my diagnosis because I was really awful at running, you know. And I did a lot of tripping and falling and stuff. And anyway, I'm making things awfully long and complicated. But, you know, it's just I, I try to keep a positive mind about this and I do um some days are easier some days are harder but it's just always such a pleasure knowing that you know for one thing people listen to my long-winded uh facebook post
1: and uh (laughs) now mike we do have to wrap it up but one more time if you could sing the miami alma mater we'd appreciate it
0: i we have a Half 97X shirt you could win. It's a cutoff. Show your uh, abs. You know,
2: the thing is, is, I top. really wanted... I still have that original shirt that Julie Maxwell gave me when I was like 15 or 16 years old. It's like tatters, threads. You can like see through it. But it's in a box and I can't get to it right now. So Julie Maxwell, if you're listening, I still have that original shirt. We're going on like 30 plus years. So... Um, yeah, I'm still representing, you know,
1: that is dedication and your passion for the station clearly comes through. And as Dave mentioned, your positivity and inspiration to all of us. Thanks so much, Michael, for joining us.
2: Hey, guys, thank you so very much. I, uh, a real treat to uh, be part of this. Uh, I've loved your podcast and uh, I was quite tickled to be asked. Uh, it was a it was a wonderful time of my life. Best memories of my life happened during those magical years at 97X. 97X. x
0: certain special
2: soulmate. The future of rock and roll.